0: This is a head gum podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura. And Angela. We are about to start this week's podcast, but first we want to thank our sponsor, RX Bar. Angela and I love RX bars, and um, not only do they taste good,
1: I know what's in them. Yeah, RX bars' ingredients do all the talking. It's simply like eating three egg whites, two dates, and six almonds with no BS. They have
0: so many good flavors too. And of course, Angela and I are
1: a little yin and yang, so I'm really into the fruity flavors. And then, of course, Angela. Yeah, I love the chocolatey ones. They have like a chocolate coconut one. It's like a brownie. It's delicious.
0: They also have this chocolate mint one that Nick likes because, of course, you and Nick are the same person. So, of course, you go for the chocolatey ones. Yeah. It's like dessert for
1: breakfast. And they're just, they're so good. And they're hel- they're filling. They're filling and they're good for on the go. Mm-hmm. RX bars come in 11 delicious flavor varieties. They are gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, no added sugar, no artificial colors, artificial flavors, preservatives, or fillers. You can feel good about yourself after you eat one of these guys. I love
0: everything you just said. And we are hooking it up for 25% off your first order. Visit rxbar.com slash single, and then enter our promo code single at checkout. That's rxbar.com slash single, and enter our promo code single at checkout.
1: Now let's start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single.
0: Ba, 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 this is why you're single. Ba, 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 Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane.
1: And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is mastering first dates
0: that's right also in the lineup we're talking about what's new in dating news an app that claims to be the hq trivia of dating apps and why you should never go hungry on a first date then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions including a listener whose best friend hates everyone she dates and a divorcee struggling with a new guy but first angela just you and i today What's going on in your week?
1: Hi. Um, so, what's going on in my week? My my friend's old roommate has kind of gone viral. for what? I know, for an interesting reason. She So, when she lived with my friend, she was a little weird. They definitely didn't get along. Um, we were like, that girl's going places. Weird places. I don't know where, but she's going places. She didn't get along with people? Um, Not with my friend. Maybe with other people, mm. but not with my friend. So... Um, I mean, I think it was fine. They were just different personalities, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so she went on to open a naked yoga studio. She is. She did go places. Yeah, she did. Nakedly. She went there naked. So I don't know if this, I mean, you're the yogi of the two of us. True. Is this like a thing that you have heard of or a thing that has multiple locations? I don't know.
0: I've heard of naked yoga and I have had zero interest while i proudly proudly talk about body confidence including being confident about all your body parts from your head to your boobs to your tummy to your whatever size those labias are (laughs) i also like don't necessarily like want to do a gynecological exam
1: right by
0: accident while not, I'm in not da- for you.
1: while I'm in downward dog sure I mean I yeah I'm uncomfortable in clothing I do not think I would be comfortable out of clothing I remember being in dance classes when I was little and you have like the mirror right there and I even then I was like I don't need to see myself <laughs> <laughs> So we don't want to see my cushy um but whatever she's doing it apparently it's thriving um it's, it is all about body confidence but a bunch of news outlets um of course, this is, like, very clickable. So they, like, wrote stories about it. They they did little videos. And all of a sudden, people in, like, middle America are, like, sharing these videos and being like, oh, what is this? And it made me – I was like, you know, not for me. I wouldn't do it. But it's so crazy how people are just, like, so offended by people's bodies.
0: Yeah, you definitely need to, like, respect people that do have the confidence to go and do naked yoga. You know, like, I think – you know, personally, I'm like, you can have body confidence and like also not want to do naked yoga.
1: But it goes both ways, though. you know, either way,
0: either way. I wonder it did she so she was OK with it getting filmed and like,
1: yeah, I can't imagine that she ever thought it would like get picked up as much as it was, though.
0: I wonder like when she goes on like a date with a guy now and like. Everybody does a little like Google stalking. He's gonna put her name in. And, she actually like, uses
1: a fake name. Oh, that's yeah, smart. She's, she's smart, but yeah, I mean, if you know what her fake name is, like I have seen her nipples. I have seen all of it. And what about so, the the Is that in the video? Yeah, kind you know, like not. <laughs> it's not like a gynecological. They don't get up in there. But oh, okay. you, you see a V. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I guess. I mean. Ho- yeah. I guess for like. I wonder on her dating profile for like job if she says like naked yoga because then like I feel like guys even though she uses like a fake name they would like figure it out and then I don't know it takes away a little mystery maybe
1: I mean I don't think she's where I feel like the kind of people she is dating are probably you know it could be somebody else at the naked yoga studio like yeah but what's the policy on that on like picking I someone up at
0: a naked yoga they studio? should
1: probably invest in an hr team
0: right i hope
1: they have one. um yeah i do think that they have like a, a no approach policy i'm not sure sh- i don't know because I, I think what that, makes you think that do you know that well, i know that she i she said like one of the common questions is like aren't you worried that like people are coming to just like check you out or like oh whatever. and she said there's a no approach i believe that's the thing yeah
0: that makes sense. I think, feel like you have mm-hmm. to have that in place. Like, like you know, certain yoga classes. I mean, one thing about going to yoga is you really have to kind of be in tune with other people's needs. Like some people just go there and they don't want to talk to anyone. And like, that's 100% okay. They're there for like their own personal meditation. Other people are like looking for community and they want to like chit chat after class. And like, that's great too. But like, Yeah. In this situation, it seems like mm, you should probably
1: take the safe road and just assume everyone's there for like their own personal
0: meditative body.
1: Ironically, the room where everyone is naked is not the place to pick people up. Yeah. No. Go figure. So anyway, yeah, not for me, but I'm glad it's happening. Yeah. Um, how's your week? My week was good. I just caught up with my friend. I'm going to call her Die.
0: Um, at Princess Die. Princess Die at her birthday party. So she's a friend that is always so fun because she always has like the best dating stories. So for a while she was dating like two or three guys, two of which were had the same name. I'll call them Rex. So she would, like, always tell me about, like, Rex Rex number one, Rex number two. And, like, and like they knew about each other. And, like, they were all okay with it. Like, they were all, like, in a big, like, open relationship. And it was great. And she was, like, owning it. And it was so cool because she always had just, like, the best stories. Like, one of them lived in San Francisco. One lived here. She was, like, flying to San Francisco to go hook up with Rex number one then come back here hooking up with Rex number two and tell me all about them. She had hose in different area codes. She did. She was owning it. Not... To mention her long term ex boyfriend, uh, who like she lived with, they like work together. They like run this restaurant that's like my favorite restaurant that Nick and I go to every single, like pretty much every week. So she is
1: clearly not the jealous type and not super laid back type. because she's uh, juggling
0: many plates. It's not even like I would call her laid back. I mean, I think she's just very, like, she's like a very. She's very fun, very open-minded, very, like, blunt and straightforward. So, like, I don't even know if it's, like, she's not, like, someone that I would describe as, like, oh, like, hippie, free spirit, going to live on a commune, necessarily. I think she's more just, like, she's, like, a she is very easy, like, going in some aspects, but she's more, like, business lady, like, straightforward, like, Mm. super chill, party, non-judgmental. Anyways, so I go to her birthday party and she's like, oh my God, Laura, like, let me introduce you to my boyfriend, Rex. And I was like, you mean one of your boyfriends? And she's like, no, I got rid of the others. He is just my boyfriend. I was like, oh, sorry. Like, you know, keep it on the DL. Like, sorry, you know. And then he comes over and he's like, hi, I'm Rex, the last Rex standing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <And>
1: like, <laughs> that's great though, because that diffuses any awkwardness I know. in the situation.
0: And then meanwhile, her ex-boyfriend's like there behind the bar. And I'm just like... I don't know. It was just, like, really cool to see the, like, transparency going on. Like, her ex-boyfriend there, like, like, Rex knew that that was her ex-boyfriend. Rex knew about the other Rex and, like, the other guys. And, I don't know. She's an inspiration to us all. That like, sometimes communication, we talk a lot about, like, just communicate. Like, put everyone on the same page. Don't be a shady mofo. Yeah. And, like, she is, like, the epitome of, like, who I would hold up as being, like, super transparent, clearly great at communication and like somehow in this insane situation, there's like no drama. It definitely
1: uh, you need like the other person to be equally as like no drama, though, in that situation, though. So she's very lucky that she found her match because I feel like not every guy would be as chill about being like the other Rex. That's true. But
0: I guess that's also kind of your responsibility a little bit to be a good judge of character. And, like, if you are going to be in an open relationship, like, you got to be pretty picky with, like, who you're in an open relationship with. And, like, if you get any sense that they might be, like, jealous or, like, if you do end up being with just them, they're going to be, like, bitter, insecure, like – worried that you're going to be like looking over their shoulder for like another dude. Like he was like so crazy confident. He was just like, yeah, I'm the last Rex Dan and like that's fucking right. He he wasn't like and then she's like going, you know, she helps run a restaurant where you she knows like, you know, all the regulars and stuff. So she's like going around like, h- you know, hugging this guy and like, oh, my God, like this guy friend, this guy friend. And like this Rex was like, n- I n- was like kind of like looking at him to see if he'd be like a little jealous, you know, mm-hmm. as she's like working the room and like he was just doing his own thing. Interesting. Was he the New York Rex? He was the New York
1: ah, Rex. Ah, see, location, location, location.
0: Location, location, <laughs> location. And on that note, it is time for us to jump into what's in the news. What have you been reading about?
1: Okay, so this article from Business Insider caught my attention because the title was This guy accidentally created a dating app that turned into the HQ trivia of matchmaking. Um, It's by Julie Bort. And of course, it caught my attention. Because of HQ trivia? Because of HQ trivia, our former two-time guest Scott Rogowski Mm -hmm. is now blown up, the host of HQ trivia.
0: Yeah, he has blown up. Uh, was he out. technically on three times because he came back on our anniversary episode? Also, oh
1: yeah, he was. It, I would say two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. So he
0: is blown up now. He's like super famous. He's everywhere. He's on like, you know, New Year's Eve, uh on like with what was it, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest? With Ryan Seacrest. And like, I think he was on like Good Morning America. I don't know. I'm probably like botching his credits, but he's let's he's just everywhere. say let's just say he's everywhere. Scott Rogowski is everywhere, and uh, and
1: every time he was on our show, he used to get tons of girls asking him out. So now that I can't he even fucking imagine, has blown up. I think that Scott Rogowski is swimming in the pus. <laughs> um, God bless. So anyway, so this is the HQ trivia of matchmaking. Um, it all started. It's an app called Dinder, D-I-N-D-R.
0: All right, yeah, well, not a fan of the name. So,
1: well, here's the thing: it didn't start as a dating app. It started as uh, an app that the the creator sold as like Tinder for dinner plans. So, like, if you've ever been planning dinner with a bunch of friends, you're trying to pick a restaurant, and you can't do it, which is super annoying. Uh, they would like you'd swipe their pictures of uh, dishes on Instagram from different restaurants, and then you could like pick one and. Invite all your friends to meet you, but it also had the feature that um, you could put out an open invitation to strangers to meet up somewhere at a specific place and time, and they sort of that part of the app took off. Yeah, they started pulling their users, and that was like the most popular part. So they were like, "All right, let's like pivot into a dating app." Their their slogan was "Love at first bite." Anyway,
0: oh, <laughs> I cute, know. Cute.
1: Um, so now they. Um, They're strictly a dating app, and the way it's like HQ Trivia is that they retooled it so that um, you can log on at any time of day and swipe through matches, um, which is based on your food preferences, so it's still food-themed. And then twice a day, everyone logs on for a six-minute round of chatting at a specific time, so you get to chat with one match at a time for a short window or move on and then if no plans are made you can meet another person once you find someone you want to make plans with dinder recommends a place to eat and then you schedule a time so it's like hq
0: trivia in the sense that like hq trivia happens like two times a day right Set
1: time you can only chat during these two periods of time
0: i mean that sucks if you have a like an important business meeting at that time Well, I mean,
1: that probably should take precedence over like talking to some strangers on a dating app anyway, I guess. But I was thinking like how they only give you six minutes to chat per person. Like what if you get cut off and then you're like, oh my God, like misconnection. And then you have to email every Claudia like that news story we read yeah Obviously. so I don't know um it's it's interesting a lot of people like say that dating apps are annoying because they can't get it from app to real life so this like automatically you like you schedule a date you have a date a lot of people might get stood up but you have the promise of a date
0: that's interesting yeah I don't know
1: I'm you're skeptical I'm a
0: little skeptical I, I don't think I ever got on board after their their name. Like, you need know, <laughs> to come up with, like, a more unique name. Even if you are trying to, even if your tagline is, like, we're the Tinder of dining, mm-hmm. or whatever their tagline. Was, was that what it was?
1: Uh, Yeah, before.
0: Something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Even if you are, like,
0: the Tinder of dining, like, it's okay to say that, but just have your name still be something unique. Don't actually have it be dinder. You know, like, yeah. say you're the Tinder of dating, but don't have your name be that much of a ripoff because I'm never I'm sure they they were just like oh my
1: god dinner and Tinder almost rhyme it's brilliant
0: yeah no I'm not I'm never gonna be on board with you
1: well, it doesn't really matter right now because they are only available in Austin, Texas, but they have plans to launch soon in Houston, New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco.
0: Well, I am going to South by Southwest this year. I'm so sure
1: business is going to be hopping for Dinder during South by Southwest. Too South bad West. I'm
0: not single, but maybe I'll download it just to check it out and I can report back. I do. I Maybe. Mean, I
1: have to say a lot of apps that we talk about on the show sell themselves as like being different and then they're usually the same thing, like a variation on the same thing. So I I do yeah. think this is genuinely different i would be interested if anybody any of our austin listeners have tried it but at
0: the end of the day like some of the best apps they are they were like inspired by things that seem similar like even facebook you know was like how is that different than myspace or friend friend friendster is that what it was friendster
1: i think that's that yeah that oh. predated MySpace. right
0: and it's like okay so you're basically like some sites that already exist but then you know
1: we saw how that went. So you like, never know. Tinder could be the next Facebook. Yeah, you never know. So Doubtful. <laughs> Laura has her doubts. I'm more optimistic. We'll right. see.
0: Uh, uh, so I've been reading our favorite New York magazine. Mm-hmm. This is a, an article written by Kate Morgan. The headline was how to be a tiny bit better at first dates. But what the headline really should have been, it's driving me nuts.
1: Note to Kate Morgan.
0: Note to Kate Morgan. It should have been, don't go on a date hungry because that's what the article was about. How to be a tiny bit better at dates at first dates. I was expecting the article to be basically something like what we're going to talk about later on in the podcast, like how to master a first date, how to be a tiny bit better at first dates. So I was like, Oh, this is the perfect article to get some inspiration. No, but I mean, this is an amazing article. It's extremely interesting, but there's only one, it's one thing. She buried the lead, buried the lead. All right. So here's what she writes though. Dating on an empty stomach is an easy way to sabotage the evening. In one study in the journal Appetite, researchers at the University of California, San Diego, analyzed the link between the contents of a woman's stomach and her receptiveness to romance. The study subjects fasted for eight hours. Then they went through an MRI while viewing photos of everyday objects, couples, and third, romantic scenarios the hungry women showed exactly as much interest in a first kiss as they did a bowling ball. <laughs> but, but Angela, and this is what I think okay. you and I will both appreciate because uh-huh. we don't like being hungry. We get very hangry. Yeah. When they were given a 500-calorie protein shake and shown the same photos again, they all of a sudden became far more responsive to the romantic cues. So what the researchers took away from this is the way to a woman's heart, in other words, really is through her stomach. So as we know, not every first date is going to go well, but you can improve your chance of having a good experience by being mindful of your appetite. If you're doing something that doesn't involve eating, make sure you show up at that date with a full stomach. If you're eating a meal together, make sure it's a satisfying one, and it couldn't hurt to you know, take care of ordering before getting into the small talk because how Kate Morgan – ends the article which is so true otherwise if you or your date are hungry each might as well be a bowling ball
1: well I have to say if I because I am prone to hangriness if I go on a date and a guy is like super quick about getting some bread on the table I'm like all right we're compatible yeah yeah it's true
0: you know I I think subconsciously I've like known this because even when I'm going out if it's like one of those days where I had like a really early lunch, you know, and i have going to dinner even with girlfriends. I'm like, I'm I'm gonna be in a bad mood, like when I get there, like because yeah, you know, we're gonna want to talk and everyone's gonna want to look at the menu and first they want to get drinks and like, you know, they probably don't want to get you know maybe they're like yeah they don't want appetizers and the food's gonna take long and I'm just gonna be like where's my food so like I'll usually like eat a snack like right. Before I'm about to go to like a dinner just because it, I want to like be fully present and in a better mood. It helps mood. you
1: focus. It helps
0: me focus even <laughs> on my friends. So like it makes total sense that you don't want to show up for a first dates hungry. So I would say even if you're going on a dinner date with somebody, like a, get a little snack.
1: Yeah, but we have – you and I have both said also though if we eat too much, then we are like not in a romantic mood. So there's a sweet spot. You have to yeah. be like full but not – overdo it because then I'm like I do not want to kiss you I do not want to be near you I need to lay down
0: but you also don't want to like I mean I do this now when I'm going to dinner with Nick like I'll eat like all the bread in the bread basket and then ask for like three more bread baskets you know like eventually throughout the dinner like no problem shameless love it love the bread but on a first date you probably like don't want to look like you that's haven't true. eaten in a week you know what I mean
1: I also yes. always used to get nervous on first dates anyway so it, people guys are always like oh like you don't really eat much and I would be like I hated that because like eating a lot is part of my identity so I'd be like <laughs> yeah you just yeah, You're making me nervous I, 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 I ate a lot. no I never said that but i would just be like oh I just had a big lunch <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah 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 I know but that that's also such a cop out of what girls always say I mean like I would say just like you know eat as much as you want but just like yeah, don't be like scarfing all the bread like in the bread bowl like like looking like a pig, you
1: know? And like... um, I disagree. You can scarf all the bread in the bread bowl. I
0: don't know. I say like wait till wait like a few more dates and then like because you want to, like, I don't know, be more aware of, like, your manners and first impressions. Like, I mean,
1: leave some bread for him, Yeah, obviously. It's, it's
0: like, honestly, first, Share. Date, first dates are, like, interviews. And if I was on an interview for a job and we're going out to eat, I would, like, I would have, like, a, a couple pieces of bread. But, like, I wouldn't be, like, scarfing it down and, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want an appetizer. I want this and that. Like, that's just why you don't show up for, like, important things hungry. Because, like, I would your say, primal instinct of, like, get this food in my pie hole asap kind of takes over you kind of like might like lose some of your manners
1: at least <laughs> I, I do i say do whatever but don't you know don't be like slobby about it don't be that that person with like their napkin tucked into their shirt like a bib because yeah then you look like an old man
0: we've talked about this before i feel like a few podcasts ago but it's very important i think and worth read Rehashing, my mom since I've been young has like a list of of foods that you should not eat on interview. I remember that on uh, on like interview lunches or interview. You know, people don't do as many like interview lunches anymore. But like my brother just went on one not too long ago, so they still happen. She has like a list of foods that you shouldn't eat, and it applies totally to first dates. And like uh, and some of the things on on her list are like certain salads that could get stuck in your teeth any kind of like spaghetti, sushi, things that are like hard to eat that like are going to be like hanging out of your mouth. Anything runny, like don't get runny eggs. If you're like doing like a breakfast lunch, like get those eggs like scrambled, you know, like don't get the yolky kind of eggs either. Like nothing like runny that could be dripping down your face. Like watch out for stuff that could get stuck in
1: your teeth. It's just like ramen is a terrible date don't
0: eat ramen like because if i'm eating ramen
1: i'm accepting that i'm looking like an animal i
0: mean i am constantly pulling out food out of nick's beard but i probably wouldn't be doing that on the first date so you got to think about what you're eating that is true all right angela you ready to jump into our mailbox yes okay cool we're gonna do that but first let's take a quick break to thank some of our sponsors (music) We would like to thank our sponsor, Care Of. Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service made from effective quality ingredients personally tailored to your
1: exact needs. Yep, your subscription box includes individually wrapped packets with your specific vitamins and supplements for easy grab and go. You'll receive a 30-day supply shipped right to your door.
0: It's so easy. So great. They're really beautifully wrapped too. And I've talked before how much I love to subscriptionize my life. It is so nice not to think about having to go out and buy vitamins, especially since they all come in the bottles and like, you know, some are 30, some are 60, some are 90. So like, I'm. it's not like I'm going to the store like on the first of every month to buy all my vitamins and like also, the thing that I like about this is I don't have to open, like, 10 bottle caps, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, like, I rip open my little daily packet, pop it in my mouth. It's amazing.
1: I actually just learned that a bunch of my friends were putting off buying vitamins. They knew they needed them. They wanted to get healthier, but they were just like, I don't know. I go to the store, and I don't know what vitamins to buy. So, care of Perfect for people that feel that way.
0: Yeah, because of their quiz.
1: Exactly. They have a short, fun quiz on their website that asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices. And it uses the answers to create a personalized vitamin pack just for you. Super cool. Um, Did you know that 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient? This? These are your friends. These are my friends. These, that's the people they're talking about. So go with care of. It's also super cost effective because it costs about 20% less when compared to similar brands at local drug and health food stores.
0: I love saving money. And this is also things that are easy. Mm -hmm. easy and saving money and we're hooking it up for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins visit takecareof.com and enter our promo code single that's takecareof.com and enter our promo code single We would like to thank our sponsor, Warby Parker, warbyparker.com. They're a new sponsor of us, but I've had Warby Parker glasses before and I've always really loved them because they make it really easy. Whether you have a store near you or you're going to do their free home try-on program, you order five pair of glasses, you try them on for five days, there's no obligation to buy, they ship free, and it includes a prepaid return shipping label. Um, so I did this. Um, I, I've previously bought them from the store because in New York there's like a really close store in Soho. But this time I decided to do the free try home because I'm lazy and I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave my house and I fully support that. Yeah. And so I picked out glasses online. I picked four that I thought would like were pretty reliable that w- I would like, and then I picked like a fifth kind of like. I don't know what do you, what do you call like on a whim on a whim just like a random one that I wanted to try on and I ended up going with the random one it's called the Mona I feel like I look like a cute
1: owl in them <laughs> you said that and like that that's I guess that's a good I mean they look great I would not call you an owl I don't know I love them I'm obsessed with
0: them and I get compliments on them all the time I'm not even just saying that because they're a sponsor people are like oh I like your glasses I'm like oh thanks no, where we them. I'm like where are we parker they're they're like really and I was like yeah you could get them too like I don't know if they think I got like bespoke random glasses, but I'm not that cool.
1: I feel like every time I compliment someone on their glasses, they always wind up being Warby Parker. I know, right? It's so easy. And they're also pretty cheap. Yeah. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Lenses Mm -hmm. include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings, So that's super cool. Uh, For every pair that you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need. The other cool thing about Warby Parker is if you have an iPhone X, you make sure to download Warby Parker's app where you can use their brand new feature, Find Your Fit. Find Your Fit uses the iPhone X's true Death camera, Sorry, true depth camera, not true death. It won't kill you. (laughs) Um, They are not an evil supervillain. True depth camera to map and measure key facial features. Using these measurements, Find Your Fit recommends approximately 12 Warby Parker frames that are likely to be the best fit for your face. The process is seamless and takes only a few seconds. And then you're going to look styling like a sexy owl like Laura. That's so much technology. But I love that because then they recommend 12. And then
0: you can pick your best five of those 12. Do the free home try-on. And then all you got to do is go to warbyparker.com slash single to order your free home try-on today. Also, if you once you head to warbyparker.com slash single and you place your home try-on order, so make sure you download the app from the iTunes store because... You know, this awesome home try-on companion allows you to quickly take photos wearing all the frames, stitch it into a video, and share it with your friends and family to help you pick a winner. So not only will their app, like, help, you know, suggest 12 pairs, but then you can, like, stick together a cool video and ask your little pals, hey, which ones do you like? Instead of doing it the long, annoying way that we all used to do, which is where you, like, you know, take a million selfies and and then have to send, like, you know, a bunch right. of photos.
1: Anytime I buy something, I have to pull everyone that I know. So I like anything that makes that process sh- seamless.
0: Exactly. So guys go to warbyparker.com slash single and you know, send us your, send us your videos. We'll give you our opinion on if we like your glasses or not. Yeah. And you know, also we'll give you our opinion on if you should put your selfie photo in your profile in your dating profile
1: yeah i mean a lot of guys like chicks with glasses and a lot of chicks
0: like guys with glasses it's
1: true you know
0: nick doesn't wear his warby parker glasses as much as i would like because whenever he wears them i'm just like damn clark kent
1: yeah i pretty much have ian used to wear contacts no more we're all we're a full glasses family now
0: i i love it i love Mm -hmm. it whenever nick wears his warby Parkers, i'm like let's make out
1: So, if you'd like to make out, (laughs) go to Warby Parker. Yeah. What do we have in the mailbox this week? Okay. First up, we have an email from an anonymous listener. She says her best friend hates everyone she dates. So, she writes, I'm extremely close with my best friend. We live with each other and always are very honest with each other but she seems to hate everyone I date. I never want to put my friendships before my relationships, but it's hard to date anyone when she doesn't give anyone I'm with the stamp of approval. The second I begin to date anyone, our friendship suffers, and it ends up not lasting because of my fears. How do I have a successful relationship without ruining our friendship?
0: This is hard. I have to say, like, she... The way she's writing this, I can tell that they really care about each other's friendship because she's not writing this out of a place of anger. You know, like, I feel like we've gotten other emails that are similar where she's like, oh, my friend is such a bitch. Like, they're mean to every person I date, you know, or like, like they're they're jealous. Yeah,
1: and she cares about her friend's input because these relationships aren't working out, she says, specifically because of, like the insecurity of knowing her friend doesn't like them.
0: Right. So I would say, I and and also the way she phrased the question, like, how do I have a relationship without ruining our friendship? Like, like she really cares yeah. about this friendship. Now, here's what I would say. I think, if I had to guess, the friend's intentions, I'm hoping, are, are good. You know, she, they clearly care about each other so much that I think in her friend's eyes, like, nobody can live up to... Uh, there no nobody nobody like deserves her friend because right. she like loves her friend so much so like no matter what guy she brings home she's gonna be like you don't deserve her she's the fucking best you know mm-hmm. so what i would say is for future guys and this is going to be kind of hard because you clearly care about what your friend thinks i wouldn't introduce them to your friend for a while you know yeah. and that's gonna be hard they should earn that anyway they do need to earn that i mean i kind of say this a lot with my friends they'll it'll be like a second or third date, and she's like oh yeah after the date um i'm gonna bring them to the bar where all the girls are meeting up and i'm like don't do it don't do it like 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 what if they think your friends are annoying like what like like your friends are gonna be like judging him and he's gonna know he's being judged just like Wait until you guys are solid before you introduce them to your friends. And also, like, I would say wait to get your friend's opinion until you have 100% made up your mind about this guy. Now, it's going to be hard because you live together, and she's going to be like, where are you going? And you're going to be like, on a date. she be like, can't wait to meet him. Be like, yeah. You know, and you could be honest with her. Be like, I I'm, I, want to try this new thing. You could say I, I heard about it on a podcast <laughs> where, like, it's good To you know, I value your opinion so much, but I've read you know I heard that it's it's good to make up my own mind before I get outside opinions. And of course, like if I'm not sure about this person, I'm gonna want your input, and I'm gonna want your input anyway because I care about you. But you know, go out with these guys if he's picking you up, and like you know, that's great. But meet him outside, you know, (laughs) like meet him at the play at the restaurant. I I don't know if you live like in New York, you know, most people just you well. That's not true. I mean, usually you'll, you'll meet at the restaurant, you'll meet at the bar, but actually with Nick and my first date, uh, he, he was very classy and he picked a restaurant that was like a couple blocks from my house and made reservations. And then he picked me up at the door so we could like walk over there together. I do.
1: I think most people meet at the place though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most people are not Nick's. Um, (laughs) but yeah, you could meet at the place, but, but if he is picking you up, just, you know, uh, tell him to like text and you'll like run outside, you know, like, and like, and even for his point of view, like you could be like, you know, I'm not ready to show you my place. You know, he's got, he's got to earn that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like if you're worried about not getting your friend's input on this guy, the truth is like her opinion is her opinion, but you're not really going to learn your lesson unless you just like live it with this guy. Um, the other thing I would say is when you're really close with a friend where like you're seeing them every day talking to them every day you live with her like when you do start dating someone like accept the idea that your friendship is going to change with that friend because now you're dividing your time between two people and the time that you devote to that friend is actually getting cut in half so I think like just be communicative with the friend and be like you know I'm not – because, like, for you, you feel super busy and happy because you're splitting your time between two people that you love. But for your friend, she just, like, lost her, like, hangout buddy. Like, she's –
0: She might be hurting.
1: So I would, like, you know, explain to her, like, sorry, I've been spending a lot of time with this guy. Like, you're still important to me. But I'm just – I'm figuring out in this new relationship how to balance my time between friends and him.
0: Yeah. Um, I would also add I have, like, two things. That I that I want to add. Number one is I don't know if this is the case, but be aware of what you're telling your friend about the guy because I know that I've done this before, where you use your friends uh, and you want their advice and you want to vent to them when like about all the shitty things about guys you're dating or even like even like things with like Nick. If I'm like oh like, whatever like bathroom habits or I don't even I don't even vent about his bathroom. He's like a lot cleaner than I am, <gasps> but whatever like. I might like vent to Angela or any of my other girlfriends about Nick or other guys I'm dating and you like forget to say the good things, you know? So there's also, if she doesn't like all the guys you've been dating, I'm curious if maybe you've been getting her feedback on like all of the negative stuff about these guys and like you've been, you know, you say that you're extremely close and you're very honest with each other. So I wonder if... You've just been like telling her all the bad stuff like oh yeah he like you know uh, whatever we had like someone last week that like where the guy ordered more expensive stuff at the meal but then still wanted to split the meal you know but yeah made his date pay for his more expensive meal like maybe like that happened and you're like telling her about that or you're telling her about like how he took five hours to get back on your text, or how he like picked his booger at the date whatever it is or was like texting on his phone but maybe he's like brought you flowers and like made reservations and was like asking you know was like super charming on the date but you like forget to tell her all that and you only tell her the bad stuff so just be aware of what you're saying about the guys and why she's getting that bad impression and you know if you're dating amazing guys and she still thinks that they all suck and you're pretty confident that the guys you're dating like don't suck and that you actually do have good taste in guys and she's still being she's still poo-pooing them then I would have a talk with her and just be like hey you seem to really not like a lot of the guys that I like that I'm dating and you know a couple of them I've thought were were actually pretty good like you know what what's up like what type of guy do you think I should be with like maybe you have a different type than I have you know maybe my type is different than your type could that like be the case and just have a
1: talk and like find out what's up yeah I agree so, all right well good luck we love friends yeah we want you guys to stay friends we do right. want you to stay friends um okay so we have an email from our listener d now and this is like a really long email but we we thought it was super interesting so we're gonna we're gonna read the whole thing um, so D says, I'm a 38 year old female and I've been online dating since my separation slash divorce for almost two years. Some decent first dates, but we, didn't, we just didn't click. Some wackos, but I guess that comes with the territory. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, this most recent experience is sort of happening as I write this email. We kept crossing paths on two different apps. At- Uh, two different apps, but the timing was never right. We most recently had contact for about a month and decided to finally meet a little over two weeks ago. The first date was pretty amazing. It ended with us making out for an hour in the rain. Oh. Which when I read that, I was like,
0: That's terrible. Oh, see, <laughs> I love at the same time we say opposite things. And I'm like, <laughs> like the notebook.
1: And you're like, terrible. I mean, it looks super romantic in the notebook. But in reality, I, first of all, I mean, for someone who straightens their hair like myself, I'd be like, my hair, it's getting wet. This is ter- I just <laughs> it's like my makeup. But I'm, I'm glad that D is more laid back than me because you should be. Um, so she continues, we were both pretty stoked at the connection we shared. The following night, I went to his place to play a game and it led to us having sex and I'm more than okay with this.
0: As you should be, girl. Get, yeah. Yeah, get it on. Um, if you want to get it on, get it on. No shame.
1: Exactly. We saw each other about four times the first week at his place. He's a single father and had his son. So we would spend time there after he put his son to bed. He then went away for a long weekend to visit his family up north during the duration of our casual relationship. He texted and talked every day with me. Um, I know you guys aren't fans of this, but it worked for us.
0: See, she really knows our podcast because she knows that I talk a lot about how I just I think early on in relationships, you should not be texting and talking every day. You got to leave some mystery. So I don't know. She says it worked for us. Let's keep reading and then reassess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so she says upon returning from his trip I stayed at his place and I just felt like something was off granted he was under the weather and it seemed like more but it seemed like more than just that so I expressed my inability to fall asleep he probed so I went on to tell him that it's difficult for me to be vulnerable in a relationship that I was burned by the first man I had a commitment to prior Uh, Prior to my divorce, I also went on to say that I find it better to date one person at a time and that for me, staying on dating apps is a distraction, which I think is a good way for her to have phrased that.
0: Yeah, sure. She's basically asking if they want to be exclusive though.
1: Right, exactly. Um, So she says that I prefer to get to know someone without the distractions. He said he wasn't there yet. I also mentioned that I'm not accustomed to spending my time the way we have been with just anyone that I date. He agreed with conviction. I assured him that they've been
0: like, it's been like pretty serious. They've been like, yeah, looking up and all that stuff, but it hasn't really
1: been that much time. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, they've talked like every day so they feel like they know each other really well right um so she says i um i assured him that there was no pressure and that dating one person at a time is just something i prefer he seemed okay with this response
0: Mm, but let's be honest you're being a little passive not passive aggressive but you're not being genuine here like you're saying oh totally no pressure but I would prefer to not be on dating apps and to only date one person at a time. And I don't normally do what I've been doing. And you're right. saying all of this after you've already done all these things. And he's like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, cool. Like, and he said he's not there yet. So like you're saying no pressure, but that's not what you really mean. And I think he at this point probably
1: knows that you I mean know? I think it's good that he didn't say like he's not looking for that at all so it's true that it but he was honest develop. he was like he
0: was like I'm not there I'm not there yet like I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to date just one person and be exclusive like I appreciate him being honest but right. you know sh- her saying there's no pressure it's just something you know just dating one person is something I prefer I'm sure she's being honest but you know you kind of need to say that before you before you're you're hooking up with someone and seeing them every day and like, well, I think you're going to be uncomfortable
1: with that as eventually. we'll find because she's kind of gotten pretty up. Well, all right, let's finish in the, the story yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we'll get into it. Okay. okay. So she says the next morning as usual to my car with, uh, oh, sorry. He saw her off the next morning as usual to her car with a nice kiss. Goodbye. He would always request that I text him when I got home and it would be uh, always be a sweet short exchange of texts before starting our day this day was no different than the breadcrumbs began Uh-oh. but not many because i think he's ghosting me uh she says if by giving him his space after all these texts is there a chance he may come around i really like that oh, she said the text should we read the text first
0: uh just read what else she's asking okay and then let's read the. Text. so
1: we'll do a dramatic reading of text exchange um she says i really like this guy and enjoyed our many text exchanges and phone calls and he expressed the same level of enthusiasm he was the one to initiate our conversations the majority of the time but then i let myself be vulnerable and it seems he can't handle it maybe he's emotionally immature or maybe he needs a minute to process the night regardless i have no clue what's happening any thoughts or guidance would be greatly appreciated
0: All right, let's do a dramatic reading. I'm going to actually, I normally play the guy, but why don't you play Sam and I'll be D. Sounds good. D. I'm home. Thanks again for last
1: night. And then he texted her back right away. Uh, Glad you made it safe. I'm here with my son. I just want to go to sleep. LOL. Thank you for coming over.
0: Aw. Well, I'm sure he's happy to see you. Smiley face. I'm going to grab some breakfast and relax. Oh, my alarm just went off. Ah, laugh, smiley face. Wow, wow, was crazy busy. Nine fifteen a.m. <laughs> Sending you happy face with shaky palms. Think, like hugs and kisses oh, emojis. Okay, hugs emoji, hugs emoji, hugs emoji, kiss emoji kiss, <laughs> emoji, kiss emoji, kiss emoji. Hope it makes your day a little better. Smiley emoji. Nine thirty three. O M G. And then a uh, she- link to a local article.
1: 2.18 p.m. The water's cold, but the sun feels good. 5.23 p.m. Holy busy day. Leaving now. Was lucky to get luncheon today.
0: Oh, quiet place. 5.24, one minute went by, <laughs> even though he took three hours to hang me back. <laughs> Glad you were able to eat something, and better than being slow and wanting to sleep even more. He doesn't write anything. 6.11. This makes sense to me. LOL. Another link to another article that he didn't even even though he didn't respond to your last article, I'm still going to try to send you another article. Maybe you'll write back about this article, but you don't. So I'm going to write you again at 645. Time to go for a run. (laughs) That doesn't write anything back. Next day, 1120 a.m. Good morning, smiley face.
1: Uh, now, Steve, at 6.01 p.m., which is many hours later. Many, many hours later from a morning text. Hey, how was your day? Packing up to head home here. 6.11. Just
0: 10 minutes later, even though it took him like, I don't know, a what is that? A full work day. A full work day to write back. Not bad. Thanks. I'm just finishing at the gym. How was yours? Another busy one. How are you feeling? Nothing. 7.23. Call me later if you like. Smiley face. Kiss face. a.m. Good morning. Nothing. 10 a.m. I know you're busy at work. I just want to put something out there real quick. Reply at your leisure. Smiley face. Here it goes. Obviously, we have sexual chemistry and I've enjoyed getting to know about you during our phone calls, I would like for us to be afforded the opportunity to see it in practice. If we need to table or slow down our intimate encounters in order for this to happen, then I completely understand. With that being said, I think we could definitely have so much fun exploring the many opportunities out there. So if you're able to fi- if you're able, how about we find something fun to do on Tuesday? N- nothing. Okay. 847 uh, p.m. By the way, that long ass message was at 10 a.m.
1: You okay? Okay. So first of all, D, we've all been there, so don't feel bad from our traumatic reading. Yeah. Um. Ah. Uh, D, but D, you got to chill. Put the phone
0: down, D. Put the phone down, D. Notice how much you're texting more than he is. Notice how long his responses are between your response. I know you say that talking every day worked for you guys, but honestly, this is the exact reason. I don't think it's ever good. The relationship loses its steam. It fizzles. It loses its momentum. There's no mystery. There's no time for him to wonder what each, or for even you to wonder like what you guys are doing. You lose the chase. Yes, games are dumb, all that bullshit. But honestly, you need mystery. I'm even like aware of that with Nick. Are you even aware of that with Ian? Like I don't text Nick throughout the day because I want him to miss me even for like eight hours, five hours, whatever it is. So that like when we see each other is some chemistry, right? Are you even like aware yeah, of that with people I mean, you're close I with? I mean, I think
1: like it's different many years. I don't really think about it now, but I definitely thought about it at first. I was definitely super aware of not yeah. wanting to over text. And I, I mean, to me, my interpretation of this whole thing is when she left his place that morning. It's, you know, impossible for you or I to know for sure how he was feeling. Like, maybe he was like, okay, we're going to take it slow. Like, she's serious. No pressure. Um, but then that, like, series, those series of texts, I feel like you overdid it, D
0: like, Well, you were just texting, like, five times in a row, and then you texted an article. He didn't reply to that article. You tried again with another article, like, the next day, like... Like, you were sending, like, four hug emojis, four kiss emojis. Like, yeah, that's really cute, but he wasn't sending it back to you. And, like, you just have to be, like, you have to look at the text messages and look at, like, the blue ones and the white ones or whatever color your settings are set to and just see, like, how many more yours are than whatever guy you're texting. Like, whether it's Sam or whoever it is in the future. And if you notice that you're texting more and that they're taking, like, eight hours to respond to you, and you're taking like three minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, like just a hell of a lot shorter, like you need to chill. Like you need to match whatever they're giving to you. Now, this isn't your fault because, you know, there was chemistry and like you say, like he was initiating all the conversations first, but if he's slowing down, like the way you stop someone from slowing down is not by giving them more and not by like going after them and chasing them because that makes them pull back even more. The way, like, what you got to do is if he's pulling away, you match that pulling away. And, like, he was honest that he wasn't there yet with you. So, like, if I got that response from a guy that, like, I'm just not there yet, I'd be, like, all right. This is a little, like, I wouldn't say this out loud. Like, in my head, I'd be, like, this is a little red flaggy. I'm going to pull back a little bit to make him realize, like, you know, like, I'm still going to be nice and friendly. Like, don't be passive-aggressive or bitchy. But, like, that's not really the response I wanted. So, like... I'm going to probably like, you know, like subconsciously, very consciously though, like scare him a little of like maybe, well, maybe he's going to lose. Maybe I'm dating other guys too. Then if you're not, if you're not, you don't want to be exclusive with me, I'm going to go date other guys that maybe want to be exclusive with me. You might lose me. And so you got to pull back so that he gets a little scared, you know, that he wasn't giving you the answer you wanted.
1: Yeah, because if he likes you, then he the goal for you should be that exact fear that you're feeling that you're never going to hear from him again. He should be feeling that. If he likes you, but he wants to take it slow and you just had this awkward conversation, if you pull back a little bit, he's going to be the one thinking like, oh, I just messed that up by saying the wrong thing. And he'll be more proactive about reaching out to you. Fuck yeah. If he really likes you. And if he doesn't, then you don't want to be with him anyway.
0: Ex- yes, yeah, spot on, Angela. Like, and here's the thing, D, he did like you because he chose to allocate a lot of time with you. He wanted to hook up with you. He wanted to talk to you. I think the relationship did lose steam at the end of the day and he didn't know how to respond to your text because like he knew he was there's no way he's going to live up to your expectations and like, you know, as a parent, he's got to like being exclusive is a huge deal. But what I would have done is like, you know, in person you kind of like told him how you felt and like didn't get the response you wanted when he said I'm not I'm not where you're at yet. Like like Andrew said, I would have pulled the fuck back, like reeled in the reins, and been like, "Okay, I'm gonna do the opposite. Like, no hugs, no huggy, no kissies. Yeah,
1: definitely no. You don't get huggies and kissies. No, no, not even virtual. Like ones. a little, like be still be friendly, but like a little. You know,
0: you're gonna take a lot longer to to respond to him. And you know, even before you had that conversation with him, like maybe that was too early. Like. I would have let actions speak louder than words. And like he was giving you his time, you know? So just, you know, going forward, make sure the communication's equal. And if he's slowing down, do not increase your communication to compensate. If he pulls back, you pull back even more. And like, hopefully he'll come to you. You know, it's against instinct when someone's pulling away, like people's instinct is to chase them, you know? And it's just the wrong, it's not gonna work. It never, I've never seen it work.
1: Yeah. But either way, you'll be fine, D. Let us know how it works out.
0: Yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah. Please do let us know, though. Um, I hope that's helpful. You know, we're trying to be honest here. I hope it's not a little yeah. too harsh. <laughs> but
1: we all been there. We've all uh, been crazy. I have sent crazy to... I've done exactly what you did with the articles. Because whenever you see an article that's relevant to a conversation you had, you're like, oh, this is great. I'll just seem like I was just like reading. And I thought of re- him. He didn't and respond to either natural, one, though. But yeah, you got to... You just got to chill. Yeah. He's like
0: not into the articles. Um, well, guys, any other you listeners out there, if you want your questions answered or if you have any funny messages that you want to share with us, email us at contact at this is why you dot com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at this is why you dot com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week.
1: This week's reason is mastering first dates.
0: Yes. So we've come up with a list of how to master first dates, of of ways we think you can master a first date. So we're going to go through the list. Angela, kick it off.
1: Okay. So the first one, pretty obvious. If you look good, you will feel good. And we don't mean like, you know do looking like a stereotypical version of hot we just mean looking how you feel most confident so wear whatever you think makes you look good like I personally like overalls and maybe I would wear my overalls on a date if I think I look cute
0: I've made this mistake before like I've worn like what I think I should wear on a first date and I've showed up for dates wearing like cute little like like not like baby doll dress but like I don't know, like honestly, like a newscaster type of dress, you know, like very formal with like, oh, I should wear heels and mm-hmm. like, and, and then I just don't feel like myself. I feel stiff. I like didn't feel comfortable. And it's because I wasn't like dressed like me. When I met Nick, on the other hand, I was wearing like an eighties prom dress with sequins and <laughs> which like, is you, which is so <laughs> me to wear something like really weird. And like, I had like big, you know, fake glasses on and, like, my hair was up and, like, big eyeliner. Like, I would probably have never shown up, like, a first date, but, like, Nick was attracted to that because I was, like, the most, the epitome of of myself. Like, Right. You, you know? want to look like
1: the best version of yourself, whatever that is. I, on even in my first date, it was, like, really, really cold out, and I remember I made the choice to wear, like, one of my, I'm, like, very into, like, ugly wool hats, and I was, like, my ears are cold, I'm going to wear my hat while we walking around, and, years later Ian has said that he thought my hat was adorable
0: see there you go I I, wore my
1: ugly hat and it paid off
0: there you go exactly I remember my dad saying like my mom I think was wearing like some sort of beret on their first date uh and like and he still to this day like talks about that like goofy little beret yeah which I really wish my mom had kept anyway that's for another story (laughs) uh number two
1: bring gum and mints just because you should yeah, you know, if you're eating, you're drinking, you're gonna you want to be fresh. Yeah. Um, number three, know when to say goodbye. This was one that I actually only learned how to master on the last first date I went on, which was my first date with Ian, because I always had this tendency, I would go on these like, six hour dates. And it was like, great. And then, like, I would never hear from them again. So with Ian, we had we still had a pretty long date. But I remember being at a bar and him being like, Do you want to go to another bar? You wanted to leave him wanting more. Yes. And I was like, I'm not going to overdo it. I want to leave him. I want to look like I have more going on. I have to get up early in the morning for stuff. So I was like, I had a great time, but I think I'm going to go home, but we'll do it again sometime.
0: Oh, and that probably like kind of makes them a little like a little kind of worried. Like, oh, if she like really really was having a good time like wouldn't she want to just like keep bar hopping the whole night so like I was
1: nice about it but yeah I definitely like
0: yeah you left him wanting more yeah I didn't really follow this with on my first date with Nick like we did like one of those like epic long like three four hour dinners and then my place was like two blocks away so we went to my place played some we were gonna play ping pong because i had a ping pong table at the time in my apartment but then either my roommate was sleeping or she had broken the ping pong table for whatever <laughs> reason ping pong was not happening so we played yahtzee then we went into my room and somehow puppies came up so we spent like another hour like googling pictures of puppies then i decided to read him a poem that i wrote when i was 16 whatever i'd have followed none <laughs> of the rules <laughs> But the one,
1: sometimes it works out. Yeah.
0: The one where I felt, I I didn't like, we were like in my room on my bed looking at a picture of Puppy. We didn't even like make make out. He was like super respectful, and I wasn't giving like whatever. I just, I had my, I think it's fine if you want to like hook up on first dates. I'm very I've done that many times. But for whatever reason, I was just like, I'm not going to do that. I just don't want (laughs) to do that. So and then I gave him a kiss on the cheek and he left and he left at like three in the morning. But I did not follow Angela's rule.
1: But you know what? It just goes to show that we both did something that broke our patterns on those dates. Very true. So see, like that's why we're giving advice, but not all advice works for every person. It's all very personal. So take our advice and make it your own.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, don't go somewhere too loud. Number four, you know, don't go somewhere too loud. Uh, Angela, you believe in not going to the movies.
1: I think it's a terrible first date because you, can't, you talk. can't talk and you're awkwardly sitting next to each other. And,
0: and you like, are like your hand rubs up against each other, but you're like not comfortable enough to like hold hands because that's freaking weird. Yeah. I never How know what to do
1: with my hands. I'm always thinking about literally like an hour and 45 minutes of thinking about my hands. Yeah. (laughs) So you
0: also can't like, it's kind of weird to like, I mean, you can get up and go to the bathroom, but like, it's just so much easier to do that. Like at a bar to like touch up or like text your friend, like how it's going. Cause, um, I don't know. You know, yeah. it, like it's just like you just like sit there for two hours. Right. You
1: know? And then I feel like it, it's a long movie. You get out. You're kind of sleepy. You're like groggy. Yeah, I don't that's know. True. I, I just think, you know, save it. Save it for like date number five. Right.
0: Uh, number and uh, Number five that we wrote down is don't drink too much. Like you want to be completely in control of yourself. This is a rule like I feel so, so strongly about.
1: Yeah, um, you also don't want to puke, which I did on a date once, uh, only once, never again. It was <laughs> terrible. Um, I did you go on a sec? Did you get a second date after that? I actually did. What? Um, <laughs> I actually this is going to sound gross because it is gross because you shouldn't do it, but I. I drank too much. I went and I puked in the bar bathroom and I felt better immediately. So I just popped some gum in and like I still hung out with him. Did you make out with him? Um, Then I went back to his place and I spent the night and I made out. I did squeeze some of his toothpaste into my mouth. Does he know you threw up? There's no way he knew you threw up. Well, there is a way. Maybe I tasted like vomit. I don't know. He didn't say anything, but looking back on it, I mean obviously it didn't work out. So maybe I got the second date, but he just could he was like, I can't I can't stop thinking about I can't stop vomit about mouth. Vomit out. So And I also remember because like we were both kind of drunk. So when I got out of the bathroom, he was like, Did you throw up? And I was like, No. No, I didn't throw up. Who would do that on a date? Why did he think you threw up? Because I think I don't know. Actually, that's I was I'm too were, drunk to remember. Your
0: eyes were probably red and like you were sweaty
1: maybe and I thought I looked totally normal. Um so yeah, it's just not a good look yeah. because I'm not like that but I looked like I was like that. Right. <laughs> All right, we got a lot more to get
0: through. So yeah. let's do these a little more rapid fire. All right, what's Angela take it away for number 6?
1: Um be easy breezy beautiful cover girl. Um we uh, Laura feel strongly about this one. Like
0: it's it's just a phrase my friends say like it's not like it's we kind of say it ironically because like you know i mean yes cover girls become better in their ads of like having a more <laughs> it doesn't like doesn't
1: actually have anything to do with cover girls. yeah of having
0: like yeah it doesn't of like having more like diverse people of all ages and races and all that stuff but it's more about like you want to be like easy you know just be like the most chill version of yourself don't show up being like you know a picky ass like version sally of yourself
1: when harry met sally yeah
0: i mean like he, well because we're not all like meg ryan like where it was like adorable when she did it but like no you're just gonna look like a high maintenance like biatch you know like eventually he's gonna see that but like i always just compare i mean th- this these, goes for guys too it does but like the first dates these are interviews people these are interviews and like are you if if you're i mean Nobody here is in a position of power, but like, which is unlike an interview, you know? But like if you are inter- if you were interviewing with a boss and he's like, hey, I want to go to this place. And you're like, no, I want to go to this place. And then like you order like 10 things on the menu and you're like, if you're just being like a non-chill picky version, like that's going to be a turnoff for anybody. I don't even want friends like that, you know? Yeah, Like I want like easy, breezy, beautiful, chill cover girl, friend, you know <laughs> what I mean?
1: Just be chill. Just be chill. That's a reoccurring in this episode be chill yeah um eat a snack first as we learned from my news story you don't want to be hangry yeah
0: um number eight fuck on the first date if you're feeling it totally support it we've both done it but if you really don't want to and going into it you've just told yourself like i'm gonna switch things up uh, one thing that worked for me when i like was like you know because sometimes you're like oh god he's like looking so high I, like change my mind but if you like what I would do is I just like wouldn't shave anything, you know, for like a few Uh, days. I think every woman does that. And like, and then you're kind of forced to, you're like, oh shit, like I just like, like I didn't shave anything. If if you're, you know, if you, if you're like one of the people that grows out everything, like that's That's different. That's cool too. But then you have to find
1: another way of holding yourself.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But if you're one of those people that like, you know, prefers themselves to be cleanly shaven, like not being like a little stubbly is going to like probably stop yourself. However, if you still – if you didn't shave because you didn't want to sex, but you change your mind and you are of sound mind, you're not like wasted, you're like – this is a total consensual Mm -hmm. situation – One thing that I've done when I've changed my mind about hooking up, why like initially did the non shaving thing, but then like halfway through their date I was like, nope, we're hooking up and I (laughs) want to just use his bathroom and like use his razor. I love that you've done that because I've wanted to do that. I did it with my best friend Amanda. We were on a double date and like we both had like not planned to go back to their place. Like we did like a like a bowling date. We did not plan to go back or no, was this a bowling date? I don't remember what we had done first. Anyways, but then there we found ourselves with, like, two guys that we wanted to, like, you know, like, make out with, hook up with, and we were at their apartment. They were roommates, and we're like, we'll be right back. We got to go into the bathroom, and we were like, fuck, 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 fuck. We're both, like, hairy as shit, so we, like, found razors. Did you shave your legs? Yeah, so we, oh found, my God. we found, like, we found, like, razors in the bathroom, and we're both, like, frantically shaving, like, I don't, it's a miracle our legs were, like, not, like, cut up like
1: yeah there's like, no way i could do like that. shredded cheese i we, would be bleeding yeah
0: we were like I don't, i'm there we were in there so long these guys were probably like what the freak are these girls doing i think actually yeah like so i'm like shaving my legs while well, like she's doing the toothpaste then we swap like it was it was such a hot mess <laughs> that is a wonderful experience to
1: share with a friend it, though. <laughs> it was
0: great it would not have been as much fun sharing that by myself um okay next Number nine, take Number it away. Number
1: nine, avoid talking about your ex. Pretty basic. Uh, you'll talk about that soon enough. We're not saying never talk about it, but like you don't want to, if you're again on an interview, you're not going to bring up like all the stuff you did wrong at your old job. right? You're going to focus
0: on the current job. Yeah. Don't bring up all your baggage right away. Yes. Your boss is eventually going to learn that you're actually really bad at Excel, but he doesn't need to know that right away. Okay. Once people like you, they don't mind your flaws, but until they like you, like flaws are just going to be excuses to not have a second date. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, number 10. Put your fucking phone away. Put it on airplane. Don't be a rude dummy. But also make sure it's charged in case there's an emergency. Agreed.
1: Yeah. And if you want to go on your phone, just go to the bathroom. That's what I, I remember on my first date with Ian. I texted uh, my friend Tara. I really like this little Care Bear. And now she always brings it up. <laughs> uh, okay. Number 11. Number 11. Bring cash in case you need to tip the bartender or in case the guy makes you pay and they don't accept credit cards. Just bring cash. Always good to have cash.
0: Yeah. Um, Number 12. If you're the asker of the date, whether you're the guy or the girl, make a plan. You're not going to look too eager. You're going to look like you have your shit together. But be flexible And, you know, in case, like, they have another idea of what they want to do. And and also, like, do some research. You don't want to go bar hopping on the first date for the wrong reasons. Like, you, you know, suggest meeting up at a bar only to find out that, like, that night is there's, like, a Nickelback cover band or, like, Broadway tunes trivia night. And you're, like, and it's really loud and you can't talk. I mean, mean, unless... you're asking out Angela and in case you have taken her
1: to a bar with Broadway Tunes trivia night, you have a guaranteed second date with her. Yeah. Then you would be nailing it. Um, Another kind of in the vein of be more chill. Number 13 is desperation will show. So try and just like kind of, Get in the zone before the date. A mistake I always made was like kind of centering my whole day around a date that I was going to go on. And like that was like the big climax of my day. And I was thinking about it all day. And I planned my day around like getting ready for it. Like, I don't know. I don't think you should do that because it just puts too much pressure on yourself and on the date.
0: Yeah. I mean, on one hand, yeah.
1: This might be the last first date you ever
0: go on for the rest of your life. That is a crazy thing to actually think about. If like this is a, if you are, you know, some people are not looking for like a life partner. But if you are, this could be your last first date. But also it could be the person that you're going out with third date of the day. So you might want to chill the F out and not get so hyped up. Right. You can be excited. You could be happy. But like, you know, just think about other things. Mm hmm. Uh, if you're the one, number 14, if you're the one that asked the person out and you had a good time, text at the end of the night, you know, don't make that text too long. Don't be a cray cray, but you also, you know, you don't have to wait the three days to ask them out on a second date. That rolls dumb.
1: Yeah. Uh, I agree. Number 15, be perceptive. Look for social cues of whether they are into you, but, uh, you know, don't stress. Yeah. Don't stress um remember like it's as up
0: is it's as up to you as it is to the other person of whether you get a second date so you know don't feel like oh my god i like hope this person says yeah was like what about you well how do you feel you know yeah, yeah. Do, do a little check-in with yourself check in with yourself but also like check in with the other person like what kind of cues are they giving you
1: yeah all right finally I'm Final. Gonna,
0: i'm gonna do a little rapid fire here okay okay uh chill the fuck out Have fun. Be positive. People want to be around positive people. Listen to the person. Ask questions. Everyone is a narcissist and loves talking about themselves. Be aware if the combo is even. This brings us all back to our listener question this week. You know, this, having the conversations feel even also works in person. Make sure the conversation's even. Be aware if you need to be asking more questions because you realize you've been doing a lot of the talking. Don't name drop. You know, you want to be competent but not be braggy. And at the end of the day, you got this.
1: Yeah. And piggybacking on the questions thing, if they don't ask you any questions about yourself, that's a red flag. True.
0: And this brings us to our Bees Another Week breakdown.
1: Okay, so we're going to take all the knowledge that we've accumulated about first dates and we're going to apply it to a game of Would You Rather but it's first date themed. So would you rather dot 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 on a first date? All right. You ready? I guess should I ask you questions? And yeah. You? We'll, we'll both answer. Yep.
0: Okay. Uh, first step, go for it, Angela.
1: Okay. So would you rather on a first date wear a shirt with pit stains or wear a skirt after you realize you haven't shaved your legs, assuming that you are a person that normally shaves their legs and subscribes yeah. to nor normal beauty standards.
0: Yeah. Gender normative standards. Yeah. But we are supportive of all, all, all uh, lengths of hair, all lengths of hair. Uh, I would a hundred percent rather wear a skirt after not shaving my legs. Uh, I, I just, I talked about this a few podcasts ago. I've just become more confident with like a little more like hair in my body. Like, you know, since like high school I had shaved my arms, you know? And I just recently in the last, like I've grown my hair out. It's like, they look good. uh, I've asked asked Nick, well, what do you think? And he's like, that's fine. It's nice. It's great. Like he (laughs) has no opinion. I was shaving my arms for years for like no freaking reason. I mean, I was really doing it. I guess I did it when I was single, so it was like it wasn't for guys. It was like for myself. I liked just the look of a shiny. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, like, yeah, a little stubble on your legs. Who cares? I would. But pit stains are like. I remember when okay, Angela and I were in LA, and we had like pitch meetings for the pilot that that we were pitching, and I don't know what it was, but like I just like kept like getting pit stains on all my shirts that like I makes you
1: appreciate the winter here, doesn't it?
0: Oh my God. So much. Like I wanted to like go get that like laser dumb where you like don't sweat anymore, but no, that apparent, is crazy. no, I, I would do it if it wasn't so goddamn painful and expensive because apparently like it makes your arms, like your underarms, like, I don't know, they get like extremely swollen. It's painful. And I just But then where know. does your
1: sweat come out of? It's got to come out somewhere. Mark
0: my No, it doesn't really. But mark my words, if I ever move to Los Angeles, I am getting the lasers done where you don't see- where you don't like sweat under your arms because like that whole trip, I just had pit stains. I kept having to bring like molt. I'm not even like a sweaty person. I don't know what the deal was with the fabric I was choosing, but I had to bring like multiple shirts in the car. It was so stressful that traumatized me. So I would definitely go with number two. What about you?
1: Um, I actually was going to say pit stains only because like as a hairy person, (laughs) I am always self-conscious, even like the day of that I've shaved that like my legs aren't like smooth enough. Um, but hearing you break it down i'm actually like, mm, maybe i'll do the stubbly leg
0: yeah pit stains are gross yeah uh number two would you rather run into an ex or run
1: into an ex's mom on a first date on a first date oh well thinking about my exes and their moms i actually would rather run into an ex really yeah because i would feel less bad about ignoring an ex than i would about ignoring someone's mom i don't know i have sympathy for moms
0: Um, I would actually, I would prefer to run into an ex's mom. And I say that because recently at a party, it was like a political party, um, for like a political candidate that I was at with Nick and I ran into an ex that I was just had like not a million years that I think he would be at this party. And it was just like, I like. I thought we were, like, on, like, cool terms. I would, like, like his, like, stuff on social media sometimes. And, like, he was doing, like, cool non things in the world that I thought were great. But I don't know. We had, like, a – it was, like, a 45-second conversation, but it was just, like, super awkward. And, like, I just left being, like, ew, he sucks. Like, that conversation sucked. Like, that was – why was that so weird? So I wouldn't want to have that, like, weirdness on a first date. So I – I would You'd rather run in, I would rather run into his mom even though yeah. All
1: right. All right. Um okay, so next, would you rather on a first date go out with a guy who is a really bad SoundCloud rapper or who is a really good clog dancer?
0: Um I'm not as familiar with either one of these.
1: SoundCloud rappers I've just learned about. The the, the kids are putting their rap music on the SoundCloud trying to get famous. Kind of like YouTubers, but rappers. Oh, okay. Um, clog dancing is uh, dancing in those funny little shoes.
0: Um, This is hard because I, I support the hustle of people sure. trying to get their art out there. Um, I guess like, but like clog dancing also sounds like that's just like really cool. That's kind of like a Danishy thing, maybe right? Yeah. Or Norwegian, or yeah. from that from that that I, area. I believe so. yes. Holland, maybe. Sure. Do oh, I don't know. Um. I'll go out with a guy, who, but yeah, I guess I'd go out with a really someone that you. It wasn't like you just said that they were a SoundCloud rapper. You said that they're really bad, and that I would not want to go out with someone who's really. A bad soundclash rapper, because then they're like, "Oh, hey, yeah, like check out my stuff." And then it's like so awkward, like after the first day, where they're like, "Oh, hey, like had fun with you. Did you check out my my new rap song?" And if it was really bad, then you're like, "Yeah, it
1: was. It was that was nice." <laughs> That's a lifetime of pretending you like something.
0: Yeah, I don't want to go through like a lifetime of like pretending that I that I like their shitty art. So it's like, thank God Nick was like is like a crazy talented artist. So I would I would definitely rather go out with
1: a really good clog dancer. Yeah, I actually agree. The clock dancing is pretty nerdy, but I kind of like the nerds. Next up, would you rather go
0: to a restaurant that is so dim you can't see your date's face or a restaurant that is so loud you have to scream the whole conversation?
1: Hmm, I would say so dim that you can't see their face. No brainer. Right? No
0: brainer. Yeah, it's fine if I don't need to see your face. Like whatever. I've seen enough of your selfies on whatever app I found you on. Yeah. Uh,
1: Hopefully those two things sync up.
0: But like my pet peeve is going places where you need to like scream, where you need to like scream conversations. Same. I just, that's like pet peeve. Uh, And lastly. Lastly. Would you rather get a text post date that says, I like that you smell like my grandma. Or a text that says, "Oh, that was fun. You look so much like my mom when she was young." <laughs>
1: um, I feel like the second one is less creepy. Plus, we know that men are attracted to women that look like their mom, so it's it's not out of out of the realm of possibility.
0: It it is so true. I've actually have like a couple guy friends where I'm like, they've like sh- like without shame like told me that like their girlfriend looks exactly like their mom did when she was younger and like i don't know i kind of respect the honesty but now it's like i, I it's like a little weird but yeah but uh but it's kind of true you know
1: yeah yeah i mean you recently pointed out that our Significant others have similar traits to our dad's. So we're just as creepy.
0: Yeah, I guess we are just as creepy. Uh, and on that note, we hope we've cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Thank you for listening. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audio book on Audible.
1: You can also get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of our sponsors and the codes. Check out our podcast page on show.com We're also on social. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show we post lots of funny jokes and gifts. we're just hilarious you can also follow our personals I am at Sparadactyl on Twitter and Instagram
0: and I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram and I'm at Laura Lane on Twitter
1: we also appreciate any likes and subscriptions on iTunes comments too are great thank you guys so much for listening tune in next week for a whole new show bye, bye. this is why you're single this is why you're single this
0: is why I sing single, ba 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 ba. Da. This is why a single ba 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 da. That was a headgum podcast.